Support comes from the Norton Simon Museum, presenting the film series Testigo Witness, Goya in the Movies. Held on select Fridays in May, each film touches upon artist Francisco de Goya's visions of the world, kicking off with Pan's Labyrinth by Guillermo del Toro on May 10th at NortonSimon.org. You have the chance to win a Spring Super Sweeps from Alleist. Donate $60 for one entry to win a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Check out all the other prizes, too, when you donate now at LAist.com slash sweeps. LAist Studios. This is How to LA, the podcast that tries to help you understand the city and its politics. I'm Brian De Los Santos. Since last fall, we've been catching you up about all the drama around Council District 6 in Los Angeles. That's a 20-mile stretch of the city in the San Fernando Valley that includes neighborhoods like Sun Valley, Arlita, Van Nuys, and Lake Balboa. You might remember that the city council person representing the district, Nuri Martinez, resigned in the wake of a scandal. She and other prominent people, like current council person Kevin De Leon, were caught making racist comments that were secretly recorded and made public. Martinez's seat has been empty since October, so there was a special election to replace her. For months, several candidates have been vying to replace Nuri Martinez on the council. Now, there's only two at the top who will face each other in a runoff election on June 27th. They are Imelda Padilla and Marissa Alcaraz. Frank Stoltz, LA's civics and democracy correspondent, has been following all of this and is here to break it down. Hey, Frank. Hey, Brian. Okay, so Frank, let's just start at the beginning. Who are Imelda Padilla and Marissa Alcaraz? Well, they're both these homegrown candidates from the 6th City Council District, and they come from opposite ends of the district. Imelda Padilla comes from Sun Valley, which is sort of this industrial area. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marissa Alcaraz comes from Lake Balboa, which is this residential community that kind of straddles the Van Nuys Airport. And uh, they're folks who were just born and raised there and both hold master's degrees in public administration. Uh, but they are also two different people in terms of their career paths after college. Uh, Marissa Alcaraz is someone who went right to work for a couple of city council people, uh, initially for Richard Alarcon, and now she works for Curran Price, who's a South L.A. council member, and she's somebody who's been more or less a city hall insider her entire career. I know how to write policy. I also know how to work on budgets, how to get resources, how to bring projects to fruition. I'm a bit of a policy nerd, really. Yeah, so she's been involved in all sorts of fights, like the minimum wage, the hotel living wage, guaranteed basic income, uh, all policy initiatives by her current boss, uh, council member Curran Price. And tell me more about Imelda Padilla. So Imelda Padilla, you know, has really been more of a community organizer. My role for the most part in my career has been at the level of listening, collecting, and elevating the direct stories of people impacted by future policies. 
So she's worked for the L.A. Alliance for a New Economy. She's worked for the uh, Labor Federation and on some of the very same issues that Marissa Alcaraz has worked on, like the minimum wage, just from this different angle. And minimum wage fight, uh, she was out collecting the stories of people who were low-wage workers who were going to benefit from the minimum wage ordinance. So give us the background, how we got to this point with these two candidates at the top of the ticket. Well, of course, uh, the reason we're even having this special Mm -hmm. election is because of Nuri Martinez and the City Hall tapes scandal. That's, of course, where three council people and the head of the Labor Federation were heard on tapes making, uh, well, at least Nuri Martinez, whose seat they're seeking to replace. She was really the one making most of the racist, anti-Indigenous, homophobic remarks on these tapes, these secret tapes. Uh, She resigned. We had uh, seven candidates in a primary that occurred in early April. Padilla and Alcaraz were the top two finishers. Padilla finished first. And so now we're in the runoff stage of this election. And Nuri Martinez now is kind of lurking in the background of this race, actually, because uh, Imelda Padilla used to work for Pacoima Beautiful, which Nuri Martinez used to run, and also was a field deputy right out of college for Nuri Martinez. She's, of course, condemned Nuri Martinez's comment, but Imelda Padilla's opponent, uh, Marissa Alcaraz, says, hey, look, you know, she used to work for her, so she's more of the same. Uh, you know, Milda Padilla denies that. So the, the city council has moved somewhat progressive, right? Where do these two candidates fit into that picture? That's a really good question because there is this growing city council, uh, not quite a majority. There, I guess we're going to consider five or six folks who are progressive on the city council now. Uh, and neither of these two candidates really are considered uh progressive in terms of the measures that we are using now uh, with people like Eunices Hernandez and Hugo Soto Martinez. Marissa Alcaraz describes herself as a rational progressive. So she kind of sees herself as somebody that's maybe not quite in their camp, but also not quite in the camp of more moderate members and someone who can kind of bridge those two camps. Imelda Padilla, I should note, uh, has the backing of a lot of business interests, including the Apartment Association, mm. uh, which many would consider you know, not progressive at all. Then again, Marissa Alcaraz works for a council member who is not considered part of the progressive coalition. So I think we can fairly say that neither of them are you know, firmly in the camp of the progressives. We'll be right back after this. Support for LAS comes from Latino Theatre Company at the Los Angeles Theatre Center, presenting the world premiere of Mix Mix, the Filipino adventures of a German-Jewish boy by Boney B. Alvarez. Inspired by true events from the life of Ralph Price, after escaping Nazi Germany, a newfound tropical refuge in the Philippines is upended when Japan invades the islands. On stage through June 16th, tickets and information at latinotheaterco.org. Support for LAist comes from Pasadena Water and Power, inviting everyone to join the ripple effect. Water plays a pivotal role in our lives, and every individual's actions matter in preserving this resource. Each action we take starts the ripple of change, making a greater impact throughout the community. 
Be part of the ripple effect and learn more about water programs, workshops, and ways to save at pwpweb.com slash the ripple effect. Welcome back to How to LA from LA Studios. I want to know, like, what's at stake in this election? Of course, it's important, but can you tell listeners, like, why is it so important to pay attention? Yeah, well, we have to remember that there are 15 members of the LA City Council. Each one represents 260,000 people. They represent a huge number of people, many more people than, for instance, a city council person in New York or Chicago or a lot of other cities. So they hold enormous power and they hold kind of virtual veto power over development, for instance, in their individual districts. They can have a huge impact on how policing is carried out in their individual districts. Uh, and, of course, they, they have a lot of impact on just basic city services like, you know, street cleaning and, you know, bulky item pickup and stuff like that. Uh, and then, of course, because they sit on the 15-member city council, you know, they also have a say over citywide policies like homelessness uh, or, for instance, the mayor's budget. So there's a lot at stake because there's only 15 of them, and this is for one of the seats. You know, the last time we talked about this race in particular, we're walking around Van Nuys and talking to residents. And here's a little bit about what we heard. I think, yeah, the homelessness issue is like a big one. I think that would be like one of the main things that I would focus on. Making these people feel like they're human still, making them understand that they have somewhere to go to and they have people who care about them, especially representatives who care about them, would really improve, I guess, the area in general. There's a lot of people living in RVs and vans in Council District 6. Where do these candidates stand on that issue? Well, they both say that uh, there need to be more services. Uh, we need to build more housing. They both are very similar on their homelessness policies in general. And really, when they talk about RVs, they sound the same for the most part. There is one difference. Marissa Alcaraz supports the reinstatement of an ordinance called 8205, which uh, requires RVs to stay out of residential areas and essentially restricts them to industrial areas. Mm. And when you ask Imelda Padilla about this, she does not want that ordinance reinstated. She says, look, you know, we need to focus on getting people services, getting people housing before we impose new regulations or reinstate uh, regulations. Now, I know that homelessness is a huge issue for many voters across LA, but what's another concern for people in CD6? Well, I think what we heard a lot in talking to voters was some of the street services, some of the basic, you know, like I mentioned, bulky item pickups, street lighting, uh, more parks, and then a couple of others. One was the Van Nuys Airport and noise. There's been a lot of concern about noise pollution and air pollution around the Van Nuys Airport, and a lot of voters are hoping that the next council person will do something about those issues. And then also the Sun Valley Power Plant and some of the issues around environmental justice in industrial Sun Valley. So the election's on June 27th, but people already have their ballots, right? They do already have their ballots, and uh, that's, you know— the new system we live in now, everybody gets a ballot. All 118,000 voters in CD6 will get a ballot. And so the question is, what will turnout be 
in the primary. It was really, really low, about 11.5%. People are thinking it'll be a little bit higher, maybe upwards of 14, 15%. But that still means that, you know, just maybe 10, 15,000 voters will decide who will represent these 260,000 people in the sixth city council district. So, you know, your vote will count even more if you choose to participate and, you know, live in the sixth district uh, in this election because it's a special election and typically there just isn't very good turnout because there's nothing else on the ballot. There's nothing else to draw people out to the polls or to mail in that ballot. One other note I should mention is that, you know, unfortunately, like in a lot of campaigns, we see nastiness coming out and we're seeing that in flyers now uh, where both camps are accusing each other of being connected to corrupt or, you know, unsavory politicians. And so you're going to if you're in that district, you're going to see a lot of flyers over the next few days and weeks. And, you know, it's just unfortunate because, you know, each is accusing the other of, you know, somehow bringing more corruption to City Hall if elected. And so take all of that with a grain of salt. The drama of elections. The drama of it all. Frank, thank you so much for getting me smart on this. Thanks, Brian. The election for Council District 6 is in a few weeks, June 27th. Check out the rest of Frank's reporting on this race at LES.com. Okay, we're out of here. And tomorrow we go outdoors and forage for herbs and other things right in the middle of Silver Lake. You can listen to that tomorrow morning. Bye. Support for this podcast is made possible by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe that quality journalism makes Los Angeles a better place to live. The LAS Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAS.com sweeps. Start your Saturday with something that will grow your kiddos' brains and get their creative juices flowing. Join us at LAS for a morning of multilingual story times, interactive performances, art making, and lots of kid fun. Bring the whole fam and join us for a super fun Saturday at LAS in Pasadena on June 1st. Tickets at las.com events. See you there.